This is Public Enemy Eric Dillinger, and you're listening to Wrestling Nostalgia with Dave Dynasty. And welcome to Wrestling Nostalgia. I'm your host, Dave Dynasty. Thank you for joining us again this weekend. Hey, let me give an extra special thank you to each and every one of you. Guys, since we have come back hardcore with Wrestling Nostalgia, our numbers have been through the roof. We have been consistently uh, in a top 200 wrestling podcast in the United States and Canada oftentimes breaking into the top 150 or above. Uh, This is great, guys. I'm so happy. I'm so pleased. I'm glad you missed us while we were kind of uh, taking some breaks. I'm glad that you're glad that we're back. Um, But speaking of the network, make sure you check out the recent Ontario Wildmen episode uh, with guest Rob Fuego. Uh, That's out there on the network. You're going to want to hear that. That's a very cool episode. And also... The uh, most recent Ring-A-Ding-Dong-Dandy podcast with Frank Cullen, a.k.a. Chick Cullen, a.k.a. Robbie Stewart from Stampede Wrestling. Uh, you're going to want to hear that, too. Uh, go check those out, along with all the other episodes of those podcasts and Wrestling Nostalgia. Go way back into the archives. We've got tons of interviews, tons of historical episodes. We've got all kinds of cool stuff that you're going to want to hear. If you're new to the show, welcome, and make sure you browse through the archives. And while you're doing that, guys, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up wherever. And let me know what you like, right? What are your favorite past episodes of the podcast? What do you like that we've done, that we do? What would you like us to drop? What would you like us to try to add? I'm looking for plenty of feedback. And that feedback can also include rating and reviewing us if you're on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a ton. But wherever you listen, make sure you subscribe to us. And when we put the episodes out there, make sure you share. Make sure you tell the world to listen to Wrestling Nostalgia. Today, you're going to want to hear this episode because we've got public enemy Eric Dillinger on. This is a young guy who you're going to want to know, that you're going to want to watch. Because again, I've said this time and time again about so many things. And guys, it's true. You're going to want to be one of those people that gets to say, hey, I knew him when. I knew him before he was big because Eric Dillinger is going to be big. So make sure you listen to that episode, or excuse me, the interview we have today. It's very, very cool. Thank you, Dyke Isaacs, for conducting that. Guys, remember, we've had lots of young talent on this show in the past, and guys that are doing big, big things. I mean, let's keep in mind, everybody loves Mance Warner, right? And what was Mance Warner? When we started this podcast, Mance Warner was on every week with Warner's Wisdom. Guys, you're going to want to check out the archives and check this stuff out. If you're a Mance Warner fan, go back. We've got collections of Warner's Wisdoms, but go way back to our early episodes and and listen to those. You can find them on all the platforms on YouTube and check out Mance Warner when he was just really hitting his stride. Uh, But again, we've got interviews with all kinds of legends, all kinds of young guys. We really mix it up. We really try to have a good uh, cross-sectional appeal of varying uh, talent on the show. And again, this interview today is great, and you're going to want to hear it. And go check out Eric uh, on social media. Go check him out at a show. Uh, you're going to want to hear that. 
not much going on here in, in as far as me and relating to wrestling here lately. There's not a lot that I'm watching or doing. Uh, this, you know, this past week was the anniversary, uh, at least of the day of this podcast, released the anniversary of losing Dick the Bruiser in 1991. Of course, my all-time favorite wrestler. So, uh, again, when you're talking about the archives, we got tons of stuff about Bruiser in the archives. Uh, but, uh, again, one thing I do want to touch on, too, we just switched over to a new hosting platform. I like it a lot better. It's a lot smoother. It's, uh, it's easy to work with. It's got a lot better analytics so that we can really look into who's listening and where they're listening from and things like that. It, it's really, really cool. But one thing I want to make sure is that everything has migrating properly. So whatever platform you listen to us, make sure we're still there, right? And and give me a give me a shout and let me know, hey, I listen on this platform, you're good, or I listen on this platform and you're not good. Of course, if you listen on a platform and we're not good, I'm not sure how you're hearing us right now, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, hey guys, thanks thanks for everything you do. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you go hit up Pro Wrestling Tees and buy a shirt. We know the holidays are coming up. And we got lots of cool shirts out there. We've got the Ontario Wildman shirt, the Ring a Ding Dong Dandy shirt. Uh, we've got the Podcast Mask logo shirt. Uh, some, you know, we've got all kinds of cool shirts. The Bruiser Buddy shirt. So go check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash the Dave Dynasty and buy a gift for your favorite wrestling fan or for yourself if you feel so inclined. And I think that's, uh, I think it's all I'm going to do right now. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we will have public enemy Eric Dillinger. So stick around. Be sure to follow the Dynasty Wrestling Podcast Network and all of the participating podcasts on social media. The easiest way to find us is on Twitter. You can follow the network at WrestlePods, and you can find all the individual shows at their Twitter accounts. You can find the Wrestling Nostalgia Show at Wrestle Nostalgia, the Ring a Ding Dong Dandy Podcast at Stampede Pod, and the Wild Men Podcast at Wild Men podcast also search us on facebook for pages and groups participate interact join the network and be a fan thank you for your support and welcome back to wrestling nostalgia i am your co-host ike isaacs and i am joined today with the one and only public enemy eric dillinger how are we doing today hey i'm doing great ike i appreciate this uh time to talk man i'm excited uh, just kind of introduce myself and get to know each other a little bit man yeah absolutely well hey we're excited to have you on and uh thank you again for appearing and uh giving us a little little show i guess you could say but uh let's go ahead and jump right into this uh our first question as always when you first started watching wrestling who were your favorite wrestlers to watch oh man okay this is always a fun one and i think i kind of literally wear it on my sleeve a little bit man um (laughs) I've got an Ultimate Warrior tattoo on the right bicep there, and um, I mean that's legit where it started, man. Um, I always tell everybody too, it was about the uh, the character of the Ultimate Warrior itself, man. I mean, when you're a young kid, it's just like a superhero, you know what I mean? It just um, it just pulls you right in. And then at the time, I can still remember to this day, my first VHS was a either had a copy of the match on there, but it was uh, Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania six. Everybody's Hogan fans, so me being the rebel I am, <laughs> just was pulling for the warrior, and then for it to happen, I remember the feeling, and it just has never looked back since. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, Ultimate Warrior is one of those guys where <clears throat> it was it was more about, I feel like, uh, obviously he was a good wrestler, but, you know, the theatrics of it all, uh, you know, the just the insane personality, the over-the-top, 
you know, uh, how he reacted. Yeah, oh, yeah. Too, man. Just like the 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 running and just he was always on go mode. And I mean, sometimes that's life. You know what I mean? That's how <laughs> I feel to this day. So. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was he was on ten one hundred percent of the time, and oh. <laughs> that's oh, always amazing. Oh, yeah, absolutely was, amazing. Yeah, I would start there. Then, like you know, as you get older too, man. You know, like and you actually. I, of course, I fell into, like, the actual match portion of the wrestling. You know what I mean? So, like, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair's a big influence. Um, I always credit Terry Funk a little bit with my wild side. Um, and, I mean, your Mick Foley's. I mean, the the best of the best, man. Of course. No, yeah, and absolutely. Especially, you know, as you watch wrestling, as you start to get older and you get more involved in the business, you're, you're fan, you're like, who you're a fan of. And that kind of evolves a little bit, I feel like. So, pretty natural i feel like but uh you know obviously being a wrestling fan is a fantastic um set of groundworks for you know eventually stepping a foot into the business but eventually you you stop being just a fan and you say i want to do this so when did wrestling hook you when did you know that you wanted to become a wrestler Oh man, that's actually a tough call. Um, I, I can tell you that like growing up, um, that, I mean, I think just like any of us, you know, starting off as like a backyard wrestling type thing, nothing, I don't want to say too dangerous. We'll put it out there. You know what I mean? But, um, (laughs) just that love of wrestling. And then, um, honestly, it was the more research I did as I got older, I I found, um, uh, Billy Rock was a lot closer to me than I had thought of. You know what I mean? I, at the time, you think, like, I mean, where do you get started? Where is there a school nearby? Um, Lafayette, Indiana was yeah. uh, close to my hometown. And, I mean, I kind of signed up for that, and the rest was history. Absolutely. So I, I guess you kind of actually answered two questions in one there. You know, I was going to ask you about, you know, your training and everything else, but obviously. Oh, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> no, my you're bad. good. I got to get the roll on here. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're so, good. Yeah. No, hey, if you can read my mind, that is perfect. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. I get along just fine, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's good, man. Hey. But yeah, no, absolutely. So I mean you you kind of explained it already, you know, you kind of stepped into the ring, you got your training and everything else. But of course, a lot of folks kind of start in that background, uh back pardon me, backyard wrestling background. Um and yeah, of course, you know, nothing too dangerous, nothing too crazy. Yeah, but. right. <laughs> We don't tell anybody about the other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, so let me let me pose it to you like this. For someone who's never seen you compete, obviously for people, I guess, if someone who doesn't watch wrestling is watching this right now, the Probably simplest way, <laughs> the simplest way I could put this, if, if you had to explain your character and who you are in that ring, what would you explain to someone when if they say, what can I expect out of Eric Dellinger in this match? I'll tell you what, man, and I'll, I'll censor myself a little bit, but I like <laughs> uh, one bad mother, you know what I mean? That's about what I like to leave it at. <laughs> um, I mean, from what I've, I get told to, what I, I, I've said this on a couple other interviews um, I've had before, where my sole goal when I walk out there is to leave you talking about me when you go home. You know what I mean? I, I want to make those moments for you. I want to I want to be, man, did you see it? Well, Eric Dillinger, did you see that guy? You know what I mean? Like, that is my my key. Whether you love me, hate me, you won't be able to not respect me. And that's how, if I had to describe it, I guess, like I said, just one bad mf you know what I mean? There's little <laughs> respect. So, and I'll do it. 
it at any cost. I'll, I will earn that respect no matter what. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And, you know, and from what I've seen, that is a perfect explanation. That is a, that is you in a nutshell for sure. So that's, that's pretty, that's a pretty <laughs> spot on interpretation. Well, um, I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, so I, we'll get to this a little bit later, but if anybody out there, you know, hasn't already, definitely, definitely check them out in the ring. You'll, you'll be a little surprised, I'm sure. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, kind of to go into this a little bit, you know, you obviously are a part of independent wrestling. Independent wrestling right now is probably, I would say, the best that it's ever been, and it's only continuing to get better. Um, yeah. Tell us your opinions on what the best and the worst parts of being in independent wrestling is. Oh, man. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, and, you know, I think some of the best the best things that I, I, I'm a more you'll come to learn here that I'm a, I'm a pretty positive guy. So <laughs> I probably have a lot more positives to say than negatives. And that's just how I that's just how I roll. But um, there may some positives, I think, right now for me, um, seeing other people succeed that I've been in locker rooms with, I think, is a super cool thing, too. You know what I mean? And just knowing yeah. uh, seeing the work ethic of others and just like bonding with people. I mean, all over the country, honestly, man, like. Uh, just recently, I just I wrestled uh, Arrow Boy from Mexico, and that was a total little language barrier, but it was it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Stuff like that, man. Um, maybe that's the word I'm looking for: experience. The experience in general, you know what I mean? Um, of just indie wrestling, man. Just getting in a car with some guys, or meeting up with the guys that you know, or just working just as hard as you are, and just trying to put on the best performance that you all can. You know what I mean? I think that's a huge positive for me. Um, Building a fan base. I know that sounds silly, but I talk about this all the time. It's having fans is not a uh, normal thing for some people. So, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. amazing to to be able to reach out to some of these people that I've never met before. And here we are having a conversation now. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's a huge influence for me as well to to see your name, your hard work get recognized, I think. You know what I mean? It's just an amazing feeling that those of us that have had it know exactly what I'm talking about. Um I mean, some negatives, man, is time away from a family. I'm personally, I'm, I'm a not too new, but I'm a new dad. I've got a two-year-old little girl, you know, um, and I think trying to find the line of, you know, a real work life, a family life, uh, wrestling on the road, gym life. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a balancing act, and sometimes some things get in the way of others, you know. So, but that's just sacrifices you make and the prices you have to pay. So, I guess if I had to pick a negative, that would probably be one of the top ones, man. No. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, <clears throat> let, let me just say, I, I love that question because, it, you know, I always get either there are a handful of answers that I always get for like the negatives and the positives. But I will say one of the positives that I've never heard what you just said was that camaraderie and, you know, seeing other people, ex you know, succeed, absolutely. you know, especially, yeah, I mean, especially in such a cutthroat business. I mean, you don't really see that kind of positivity in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I hear that a lot more often than you think, you know? Right. <laughs> so, and then mm -hmm. I, I do like telling people, too, like, man, it's just, um, maybe we'll go off a little bit here, but uh, that's just who I am, man. I, I was just raised that way. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm one of the kind of, I feel like the last of an old school breed a little bit where I am a true believer in just hard work, positive attitude, and Again, busting your ass. I hope I can say that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. But, uh, you're good. You can say that. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, you know, but like, and then just enjoying the ride. You know what I mean? I've, I'm no different than anybody else. We've all been through things in life. So 
it's no secret that you only get one shot at it. So you know what I mean? I just try to, right. to look at the positives and build people up. And I mean, I think it's awesome when I run into people and then see them on AEW or a tryout or something. That's amazing. I mean, I was, that's, it was cool enough to even be around the guy or, or girl, you know, whoever it might be. And just, yeah, that's, I, like I said, I, like you said, not a lot of people talk about that, but I hope the more I enter other locker rooms, I can lead by example. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So to kind of actually uh, expand on that a little bit, because another one of the, I guess you could say negatives that I hear pretty often from a lot of folks and you kind of even touched on it, you know, obviously part of wrestling is traveling, being away from family and everything else. But um, with traveling, there is uh, a lot that goes into that. Right. So, you know, some folks, they travel by themselves. Some folks, you know, they travel with others. So, you know, as your career has, you know, really started taking off and you're broadening where you're appearing, um, you know, tell us a little bit about being on the road. Are you traveling by yourself or do you like to travel with other folks? No, absolutely, man. Um, I will say this. Um, due to my, man, just, again, hectic life. I am one of those <laughs> guys that I don't have a spare minute. Every minute counts for something. You know what I mean? So, right. Um I actually do travel a majority, a lot more by myself, um, which I don't mind. I just, uh, it's like I said, I, I move, I push things to the edge. I'm a procrastinator, you know what I mean, on all levels. So, so <laughs> I like, uh, if I'm in a rush, I'm not putting somebody else at a rush. You know what I mean? Again, I'm, I'm a very, I, I like to just kind of have control of my own self here. You know what I mean? So I, I do travel a lot by myself, but when I do, and I have, had either someone jump in a car with me or jumped in a car with someone else it, it's never been a bad time you know what i mean yeah. like and i think that has been the key to it like just because i do that majority on my own um which is also another little thing that um i know you'll probably appreciate this too but sometimes man being by myself it ain't bad you know what i mean it gives me time right. away to just think about life and whatever match I'm coming up on or, you know what I mean? Just kind of what I've just, my thoughts in general, I'll throw a podcast on or some tunes and just kind of go and get lost in my thoughts. You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't mind that either. So, so um, yeah, I, like I said, they both bring different aspects of it. I'm not, I'm not unsocial. I don't want someone to think that. And I really hope that people realize like when I do drive by myself, I promise you, I'm just, Cause I'm late and I'm pushing it to the edge and I don't want you to be there with me. You know what I mean? So. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah. And I, I totally get that. You know, um, yeah, I enjoy personally, you know, like when I go driving or if I have to like, you know, take a trip or whatever, you know, I, I don't hate driving with other people, but I do prefer in my opinion, it's not because I don't like people, but you know, sometimes when you get those, those individual car trips, you can turn on your favorite music turn on your favorite podcast you know you're not trying to consider anybody else in the car and you can just boom <laughs> yeah you're just going man you know, like i said right. sometimes i legit just get lost in a thought you know what i mean yep. it's not bad and <laughs> i completely agree yep absolutely so speaking of being on the go um you know as, as a uh, on the show here me and dave we both like food um, you know, I, I guess you wouldn't know that from the fact that we're both fat, fat guys, but, <laughs> um, when you're on the go, like, you know, when you eat, you know, you gotta eat something, right? What are your okay. go-to places to like eat? You know, like I, I, I gotta think that you probably have like a preference. You're probably not just running to Mickey D's every day. <laughs> I promise you I'm not, man. <laughs> and I think that is part of it. So I'm actually big on, um, either bringing some food with me, um, 
like you said, sometimes I do, I do have a little bit of a routine, um, kind of nerves. I think a lot of, a lot of guys will tell you they don't eat a lot on show day, which I would, I would agree to that. You know what I mean? I, I keep myself with my normal routine of like protein shakes, um, just my proper meals. But if I do stop somewhere, man, it is, um, somewhere like more, uh, like a sub or something. I try to keep it as healthy as possible. I can't do a lot of grease before a show. You know what I mean? So oh, of course. yeah, man, like, um, where did I just stop the other day? Actually, I, I was actually surprised myself. Penn Station. I was like, wow, this is a solid uh, change up. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> stuff like that, though, man, honest to God, is like how I keep it. And, and I am one of those guys. Um, my metabolism's unbelievable. So I'm constantly just burning. I'm sweating. I'm going. So you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's either some some form of uh, supplemental drinks that I have in you know, my normal routine, protein shakes. Um, I'll tell you what though, man, if I know it's the last show of my weekend, I'm not afraid to stop and get a pizza or something like that though. So don't think that either, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, where was it? I went the other day too, that I was really surprised. Cause you know, uh, when you, we, I don't like eating like a whole crap ton of grease either, especially when I'm out doing stuff. So I feel you there. Um, Oh, it was uh, Jimmy John's. I went to Jimmy John's the other day. I was like, man, I was like, I, for, I forget how good Jimmy John's is until I eat it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a, yes, I'm an advocate of Jimmy John's. That's absolutely what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Um, love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, but uh, anyways, before I make myself too hungry. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel like that, man. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, uh, when you're on those trips, uh, you know, you're getting for people who don't know, because me and Dave, we've traveled some. We've done some different stuff like you know, there have been a handful of times where we've, you know, gone to shows for, um, you know, commentation and stuff like that. So when you're on that last stretch before you get to the show, you kind of get your mind, you know, psyched up. And when you're in the locker room, you're getting, you know, your mind prepared. So oh, yeah. some people like to listen to music or they like to do something like that to get prepared. Are you one of those people that likes to listen to music or are you one of those people that just kind of, you know, silence meditation? I'm I'm definitely more of that that style, man. The silence, meditation. I might uh, I'm a pacer. You know what I mean? Might yeah. <laughs> some light stretching in. You know what I mean? Uh, I got stuff like that. But I'll tell you, whenever I get asked this question about before like going out or like how do I get myself fired up, I will be honest. It's just something I do, and I have to kind of give everybody a warning before I go out the curtain because I'll give myself a couple good slaps to wake myself up, man. You know what I mean? Like comes <laughs> from. Uh, like a fighter standpoint, I used to do a little MMA as well. So, man, I'll give myself a couple good ones and just it's showtime. You know what I mean? So that's kind of more my style. I, I respect the music game, but like that's more my my pre pre warm up. Like you said, in the car, like I'm jamming. Right. You know what I mean? Then once I get there, I'll start thinking, visualizing and then start pacing. And then you go from there, man. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's honestly, I, I'm kind of the same way. I'm more of like a I don't want to say like I'm a nervous waiter, but like I have you build up that anticipation. So like you said, you do the pacing, you do like the shake your arms out and just, yep. you know, <laughs> exactly. that's, that's how I am too. I can't focus on music. I'm like, good Lord, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, and that's exactly the good word for it, like too much, man. Then I'm just like, my brain's all over the place. And so not only am I thinking about this, I'm listening to lyrics. I'm like, you know what I mean? It's just, there's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel you, brother. I feel you. Wow. So, that's first and foremost, that's, that's probably one of my, those are my favorite questions to ask is like, you know, how people travel, you know, their favorite stuff to eat on the road. That's some of my favorite stuff to talk about because you don't get to hear that a whole lot. 
because a lot of the folks who do watch wrestling, they don't see what happens before you get to the venue. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. But uh, so to change gears just a little bit, um, obviously, we've talked a lot about, you know, you're kind of bringing up in wrestling, if you will, you know, from fan to backyard wrestler to getting trained to getting in the ring. Um, we want to talk a little bit about, you know, your career. So what would you consider are some of your highlights of your career so far? Maybe some matches that listeners should watch. No, absolutely. Um, I think the big one um, that I I credit to kind of getting the ball rolling really, really, like really going was me and JTG at uh, Mob Rules for New Wave Pro. Um that was my first, not only, and kind of what we had just talked about, man, um, growing up watching wrestling, uh, I will put this out there too. I am obsessed with wrestling. So I watch a disgusting amount. It's yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. That is, I get yelled at all the time, but that's what I do. Um, so growing up, like, you know, watching crime time, you know, like in high school and, uh, having an opportunity to wrestle someone that's, I mean, you've seen the guys in phenomenal shape. Um, it just, it was a big test for me. And then to have, a company, and this is kind of a little, I don't want to peel it back too bad, but um, like to have a company have faith in me to perform at that level with a lot riding on that. You know what I mean? It just, it meant a lot to me too. So I think that was, that was one of my first big ones. And then a lot of it kept snowballing after that. I mean, um, I did my first TPI for IWA Mid-South, which was a huge deal, I feel like. Um, this is my first year as Eric Dillinger. And I'm in a TPI, you know, face to face with Jake Chris. So that was also another test and a great match. Um, man, I, I, I've if you're into the, the, the blood and guts a little bit, um, Josh Crane and I had a Taipei death match for AWR where I actually won my first championship, uh, the Revolutionary Championship, which I still hold today. And um, that was another one, man. Um, that was my first, I guess, death match, you can say. You know what I mean? And it's um, it's a whole different feel, but I was definitely proud of what I put out there. And when you watch the match, too, it's not just blood and guts for the sake of blood and guts. It's um, It was something I'm really proud of. It was a really well-told match and story that we had built in. Um, yeah, I could probably keep going. I've, I've had <laughs> the blessings of, you know what I mean, being in the ring with a lot of good guys this year. Uh Larry D for, you know, an impact star. I, I was able to be in the ring with him in a triple threat for IWA. I've, I was in the ring with Calvin Tankman and Sage Phillips in a triple threat for AWR. It was in Calvin's on a run. And I mean, Sage is phenomenal. So yeah, man, I mean, those would be some main, I guess, opponents that I've had. And uh, those are some of the companies I've been currently working for. Wow. Yeah. And honestly, uh, <clears throat> I guess for people who maybe don't know, um, you know, TPI, the Ted Petty Invitational, that is honestly one of my favorite. I mean, I, I've been to a couple of those and that's probably obviously it's been years. <laughs> I've been no, yeah, such a yeah. long time, but those have honestly, those are some of my favorite wrestling shows to go to just because I feel like the energy at those are so just absolutely incredible. IWB South is a pretty good promotion, too. And I, you know, I've seen quite a few of their shows and, you know. A lot of people don't like death matches. I personally, I like them. Dave's not super huge into them, but like, I'm like, why not? <laughs> no, right, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I, I, I love them. I, you know, I, I like all types of wrestling, and Taipei death matches are one of those ones. It's like, uh, it's just, it's, it's different. And so, yeah, if, if you like death matches, you don't mind a little bit of blood. 
and you can kind of get into the story 100%, that's a good one to watch. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I appreciate that. And that's how I felt even in the moment, you know, like, like to be real with you growing up. Um, I mean, I'll get, I'll get in the backyard wrestling thing. We, had, we, I've seen my fair share of stuff, especially when that was a popular, like, you know, thing coming out at the time. But yeah, that wasn't really my thing either. Um, I do credit a lot of my wild side to growing up in what I call the jackass era. So me and my friends, but <laughs> you know what I mean? We would record right. ourselves doing crazy stuff. And I was always that one friend that was like, hey, I bet Eric will jump off that building or, you know what I mean? Something of that nature. And um, I usually would do it, you know? <laughs> so um, when I come in here and I, I try to explain to people the difference, too, um, because it really is an art form as well. I completely agree with that. And um, to get the reactions from and just t- the connections through physical pain or just like what you're physically putting your, your body through, it's it's a kind of a it's kind of an enlightening feeling, especially when you're out there doing it. Like just um, just recently, I was asked to step up, and this was a, a big one. I don't know if people have seen it yet. Uh, it's not out, I don't think, on Smart Mark yet, but. Uh, an unfortunate injury happened during the tournament and I was asked to step up to John Wayne Murdoch and I went one-on-one with John Wayne and um, the ovation and ah, just the feeling of this. I I knew I had done something right (laughs) and good. Um, You know what I mean? It just, it felt good. And it's hard to explain that feeling when the people appreciate what you just put your body through, I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I, Donovan Murdoch, he's a actually he's he's been on the show before. You know, I've had a chance to talk to him. I'm pretty sure I've talked to him. I, you know, <laughs> pretty sure. I'm not 100 sure now that I think that, but I have seen him. I have seen I have seen him in action before, and he's a he's a hell of a wrestler. So I, I'll definitely have to check that out. But um, you know, uh, it's honestly, you know, wrestling. It's such a diverse art form. There's like. You know, I feel like a lot of people, they like to discount things like death matches and everything else. And there's all all kinds of different wrestling out there for, you know, different different strokes for different folks. But <laughs> no, absolutely. You're not wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the important thing is, is that, you know, because I know that there are some pretty staunch, I would say, um, anti death match people out there. Um, I, I don't know why, per se, but. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. If it's, and I, that's I, I agree. I, if, if it's not your thing, by all means, let it go. You know what I mean? I just, right. for maybe somebody that's looking, if someone's listening to this and debating on it, uh, not to put myself over a little bit, but uh, <laughs> if you want to check out, like, what am I, I, I just, I strive on telling a good story because, I mean, that's what made me fall in wrestling, in love with wrestling in the first place. You know what I mean? When they, when you can get pulled in and it isn't just, Sometimes, I mean, chaos for chaos can be a lot of fun, too, you know, but um, if you're looking for, oh, they don't tell stories, they don't do this, I completely disagree, and I would strongly suggest maybe checking out, like I said, one of mine or some of the top ones that you've maybe heard of before. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to take another real quick redirection, you know, we're kind of going back and forth here, but, um, you know, learning a little bit about some of the promotions you work for and some of the people that you've been in the ring with and some of your highlights um, and we've also learned a little bit about, you know, how you get to and from the shows and how you, you know, get yourself hyped up before a match and all of that. Another thing we like to kind of look at, and you've t- kind of touched on this a little bit, is we kind of like to take a look at the more, I guess you could say, personal side of things. Yeah. Um, you've already touched on the kind of the struggles of balancing your wrestling career and your personal life, but we want to kind of touch on the more positive aspect of, 
what's maybe one thing that your fans don't know about you? Interesting. Oh, man. Um, okay. Oh. Well, maybe you can – it's new on my chest, so I'll say this. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm a big Disney guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know that sounds crazy, but um, through my fiancé, who is going to be my wife here shortly. Um, Congratulations. My daughter, yeah, thank you so much. Man, actually, December. We haven't really told a lot of people, so when this comes out, there it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, um, and my daughter, you know, um, growing up, I, I – I grew up in a very, how can I put this, uh, like a, a poor household, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And we never, I never went on these vacations. I never even left my town, you know what I mean? So as I got older and um, started being able to travel more, which I do credit to wrestling, you know what I mean, which was nice. And then um, meeting her and going new places, I fell in love with things like, like just Disney World, man. I go every year now. So I went from never going to now every year we plan a trip. And it's just one of those things that I'm sure – you see my pictures of me covered in blood or hear me cussing somebody out on a promo, but I'm a Disney guy, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey, now Disney's no joke, man. I mean, I mean, first of all, Disney like owns everything now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. And they always get to me too. Every time they just hit me with a, some knowledge or just right in the fields. And I'm like, man, Oh yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Pixar fan. Obviously I like Disney too, but like Pixar movies, are like I feel like those are the Disney movies that I, I really like align with. Um, oh yeah. Have you? Oh God, what which one was it? I always forget the name. Um, oh, have you ever seen Coco? Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, real quick. Uh, my my fiance is actually Hispanic, so that's a big one in the house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So. <laughs> well, weirdly enough, my wife is also Hispanic, so I feel you, man. I feel you. Well, we love Coco. Coco, honestly, it's, that's become probably my like top five favorite wrestling movies uh, or wrestling movies. What the hell am I talking about? Disney yeah, movies. <laughs> it gets intense in Coco, you know right? <laughs> They're dropping no, elbows. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I love Coco. I'll just sometimes like I'll be like hanging around the house or whatever. And I'll just start singing in Un Poco Loco, just because just oh, why not? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, do me and the guys in some of our group texts, we'll send each other snapshots, because some of them, the other ones are dads. And uh, uh, we'll get a rotation of something that'll pop up, like Un Poco Loco, uh, Proud Cortisone. Uh, <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Like they all, and we'll send screenshots, because like, I don't turn it, man. I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to lift 10 times harder, because this is going. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Oh, man, yeah. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> I guess to kind of continue on that track, because uh, Disney movies are fantastic. What is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's where – let me think on it. I mean, since my daughter was born, man, that's where, like – I'll probably pick a newer one. You know what I mean? I did grow right. up with classics, but I will say, um, like, the new one that it's – I haven't really shown it off too much, but I have a – uh, Heart of Tafiti on my my uh, my pack here, um, and those close to me know that that's uh, that's my daughter's like one of her favorites. Uh, it's literally our morning routine. Uh, I posted a video recently on a personal page where she like is watching the video, and it's the part where he, she connects the Heart of Tafiti to her to un to mm -hmm. unveil the beautiful side of her. And I scroll over to see my daughter, and she's just staring at me with these eyes and like. <laughs> She could not be more into it. You know what I mean? So right. um, I'll probably go with a Moana one right now. And I also um, I like Moana, too, because it 
I mean, again, what we talked about, it's about like, I mean, you can be afraid, but don't be afraid to go chase your dream or go, you know what I mean? Go do what you think is right. And that's her whole point is she wants to return the heart and she was chosen. And it's just kind of funny how some of these things connect to us. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Um, Disney movies are fantastic at being relatable and sending a message when that message needs to be sent. And it's honestly, Disney movies are crazy like that. Yeah. Um, it's just, oh man, there's, there's so much good stuff. <laughs> oh man, I was going to say the same thing. Not to, I'll give you one last little more to the Heart of Tefiti one too. No, I go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so I got it too. So I'm actually uh, four and a half years sober from alcohol now. And um, I, me and my fiance, we've been together for 10 years. So we've, we've been through a lot together, you know, and um, that part where, you know, they sing the song and it's like, uh, this is not who you are. You know who you truly are. And then she puts it on there and then she unveils. You know what I mean? It felt right. like, you know, being sober and breaking that that mold of, you know what, I'm not. That's not who I am. You know what I mean? I promise I'm a good person. I was going to change my life. And I have, you know, so, yeah, kind of one of those little meanings. No, absolutely. And well, first of all, congratulations so much on, you know, keeping that sobriety because, you know, I. I have some people pretty close to me that struggle with that. And it's, it's hard, man. It's hard seeing people go through that, but I know it's even harder being in that situation. So I'm, I'm really happy for you, man. Really. Oh, dude, thank you so much, man. It means a lot. And I think it goes to show too, what I meant by like always on the go. I think, you know, somebody that knows the feeling just staying busy. That's my key. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Absolutely. It 100% is busy, uh, you know, being busy is a good way. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you, know, that keep the gym, that. you know what I mean? The gym. Will <laughs> right. have to, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man. But wow. So in case anybody out there is keeping track, uh, Moana is a fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, uh, I would be, I'd be so shocked. I, I guess it's like, maybe this is my privilege showing here, but I'd be really shocked if somebody hadn't seen like some of these big Disney movies, but maybe people don't care for Disney movies. I don't know, but <laughs> That's on them. They're, they're, that's their happiness. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's right. That's right. Um, but also, for the record, my favorite Disney movie is Hercules. Yep. Love Hercules. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it, though. Classic. Oh, uh, yeah, classic. I, I love uh, – I can't remember the guy's name. I think it's Bart Allen, maybe. He sings I Can Go the Distance. That's one of my favorite songs in that movie, for sure. Yeah. I'm a James uh, guy, too, so Hades. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Hades is iconic. Uh, I want that. That that's a that's a live action one that I would love to see because, like you said, James Woods, that Danny DeVito's in that movie too. Oh come on, man! Exactly, <laughs> man. But all right, we should probably talk, stop talking Disney. This isn't the Disney podcast, I suppose. Yeah, Unfortunately, my dad's showing through. You know what I mean? The dad's right. <laughs> no, and I'm such a I'm such a Disney adult. I mean, maybe that's just because like I'm a millennial, and that's like the stereotype. You're either a Disney adult or a Halloween fan fanboy. But <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, just spot on there, though. I'll give you that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, <clears throat> so we've learned a lot about you. We've learned. You know, some, you know, not only just your life inside the ring, but outside of the ring and everything else. So I guess the something that I love to ask people is. First and foremost, 2021 is almost over, which is absolutely, absolutely insane. Insane. (laughs) So what are your goals for the remainder of this year as we somehow enter 2022? (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel that, man. Um, 
Well, you know what's, <laughs> what's so funny is because I've got a couple big shows still coming up, that, and those are like my priorities. And then obviously, um, so I'll start, I'll start there. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, this weekend, I've got a big one. Tomorrow is a uh, higher grounds taping for New Wick Pro, where I will be going toe-to-toe with Mad Dog Conley, who's on a pretty good run and a rise right now himself. Uh, guy's a tank. He's awesome. Super strong. You know what I mean? Um, and then I've got a big street fight with a friend of mine, uh, Nate Matthews for new wave pro. We've kind of had some tensions building after our last match, which I did not get a chance to put that in there. But, um, I will say, uh, if you have not seen me and Nate at off the grid, it was, and these are not my words. Um, <laughs> it was very well. Uh, talked about by a lot of the community, the wrestling community, which I greatly appreciated from everybody because it was a, it was where one of my first times where chemistry had happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like with someone and um, yeah, we tore it down. So I, I do want to put that match over as, I mean, my best wrestling match I've had, but um, me and Nate are going to go at it in my element this time, a street fight. So I've got that. And then even the next day I face Akira in Michigan for AWR uh at the casanova presents uh i I believe it's a death match card and um yeah it's going to be a no ring death match so i still have a really busy uh in game to 2021 on top of my me getting married in december so (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna try to keep this face as pretty as i can but we'll see how that turns out (laughs) (laughs) oh lord oh lord that sounds insane i mean Planning a wedding, not being a wrestler was, uh, you know, intense. So I, I imagine that you have your work cut out for you, friend. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Well, then I say things like this because then um, I was like, yeah, I've got this going on. And then I told you last second I stepped in with John Wayne Murdoch the other night. So, I mean, right. who knows what could happen between right now and the end of the year, brother. But I'll tell you what, my I guess to answer the question, too, um, my goal for the end of the year is to just continue to uh, – to put on match of the night and just to show everyone that I mean what I say when I tell you, when I go out there, I'm going to give you 110% and I'm going to put on the best show possible. So that would be my goal for the rest of the year, man. Wow. You know, that's, ah, man, that's, that's all you can do. Put on the best show possible rock and roll. That's <laughs> I, thank you, bro. I mean, that's what I try to say. I like, I, I don't just talk about it. I'm, I am about it. You know what I mean? So let's do it. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Hell yeah. But all right. So as we kind of wrap up a little bit, you know, another thing that I, you know, that we like to do on here is with professional wrestling in the independent, uh, you know, arena, if you will, one of the most important things is social media. Do you have any social medias where people can follow you in your career and maybe even check out a couple of your matches? No, absolutely, man. Um, I'm on actually um, Facebook, Twitter, and my Instagram. So um, you can check me out on Facebook. Just look up Eric Dillinger, the page. I uh, I try to keep everything on there from promos, matches, upcoming matches. I'm doing better about Twitter, and I am gaining more followers. That was just uh, <laughs> a newer one to me. But, I mean, this year has been pretty good to me, so I've – I'm I'm doing better on there, I promise. Uh, but that's my Twitter's at Eric Dillinger five, and um, then my Instagram is uh, the same. Just you can look up. Uh, I think it's Eric underscore Dillinger twenty twenty. So yeah, man. And I'm I'm usually if I do one, I'm I'm doing all three type things. So I try to keep up regularly with all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Social media is it's 
Well, first of all, it's important, but it is so hard. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, man, it is rough. I I see why these like you know the big wrestlers and everything else. I see why they have like people who do it for them. <laughs> oh, Tell me about it, man. I, I wish that one day that'll be the case. I hope you know. I mean, right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, and I, like you said, I don't mean it in a bad way, but like to tell you like how times have changed a little bit too, man. Things are just moving so fast, and content's coming out. I mean, every second, you know what I mean? Somebody's dropping something or so it's, you got to be on your game. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, it's crazy. This world's crazy. The information age is here and, it, and I don't, and I don't like it. No, I'm, I'm not either. Man. I'm <laughs> trying to hang on for the ride, brother. Yeah. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. Hanging on for dear life, man. That's oh, it. Lord. All right. Well, hey, first and foremost, everybody out there who is listening to this, if you've made it this far, go ahead and Go out there and follow all of Eric Dillinger's social medias. Check him out out there. You know, look him up anywhere you can. Follow his pages. Follow his career. Go see him in person. You won't be. You you will not be sorry. Um, or maybe you will. Maybe you'll, he'll get in your face or something. I don't know. We'll see. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, Eric, thank you so much for taking the time out of your night to you know have a conversation with us and you know let us see a little bit about who you are inside and outside the ring. It's very greatly appreciated. And it's been an honor to get to talk to you today. No, oh, man, I appreciate it. No, honestly, God, uh, the, the pleasure is all mine, man. And I would glad to come on anytime I'm available. Thank you nope. so much. Absolutely. 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 Well, we're going to pass it back off to Dave and he's going to continue with wrestling nostalgia. Support all of the podcasts here on the dynasty wrestling podcast network. The best way to do that is go to our pro wrestling tea store. It is at ProWrestlingTees.com slash The Dave Dynasty. There you will find all of the shirts that we offer. I Heart Old School Wrestling, Bruiser Buddy, the Podcast Mask shirt, and of course, the official shirts for the Ontario Wildman and the Ring-A-Ding-Dong Dandy podcast. Visit ProWrestlingTees.com slash The Dave Dynasty, order a shirt, and support the network. If you would also like to support, you can join our Patreon. It's at Patreon.com slash Dave Dynasty. There, you will get exclusive audio and video clips, early releases on podcasts, and much, much more. And if you would just like to make one-time contributions to support us, you can go to paypal.me slash the Dave Dynasty. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening. Continue to support independent wrestling podcasts. All right, and welcome back to Wrestling Nostalgia with Dave Dynasty. We're not going to do a promo thing today with the best bad promos or whatever you want to call it. We're going to skip that for this week. We're just going to let this thing ride on the strength of Eric Dillinger being on the show. Thank you to him for coming on. Thank you to Isaacs again for that interview. And guys, make sure you help spread the word like I asked earlier. Uh, share the podcast. Uh, tell everybody, to, hey, give us a chance. Listen to Wrestling Nostalgia. Uh, like I said, it, it is your new favorite wrestling podcast. <laughs> you may not know it yet, but we are. Uh, so anyway, thank you for all your support for these several years we've done this. Every week, it's it's, it's great, man. It's like I said, the numbers have been astonishing, uh, really, really strong. I'm really, really happy, and it's all because of you guys. So thank you very much. And that's it. You know, we're gonna have some more cool interviews coming up in the coming weeks. I got some more history episodes lined up that you're gonna love. Again, like I said earlier, interviews with legends, with newcomers, and if you're a talent that's out there, uh, if you'd like to be on the show, hit me up. We'll see what we can do. Uh, if, if your credentials, uh, you know, jive with our philosophies here on the show, we can do that. 
even if you're, you're kind of new to the game, we like uh, giving young guys a chance to introduce themselves to the world. So hit me up on social media, on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, wherever it may be, and, and, and pitch your case, and maybe we can work something out, and you can appear on the show. So until next week, I am Dave Dynasty. This is Wrestling Nostalgia, and wherever you go and whatever you do, be good, be safe, and keep on growing.